All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Cargo. Once again, we are doing an AFC North breakdown of going through each team, going on what happened last year, going over some stats, what did they do in the offseason and free agency and the draft to get better, and um, how does the team look going into 2020? And, uh, you know, we just finished up with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, right now, we are going to uh, the uh, Who Day Nation, Cincinnati Bengals, man. Let's uh, jump right into it. This is going to be a really fun one to uh, talk about. There's so many moving parts. Uh, so, the Cincinnati Bengals last year uh, went 2-14. They were last in the AFC North and actually ended up with the uh, first overall pick. Um, this team is led by... A really young head coach and Zach Taylor is going into his second season. Um, he's kind of coming from that coaching tree of uh, Sean McVay and the uh, uh, LA Rams. Brian Callahan is going into his second season as the offensive coordinator. Um, just something about him. He was the uh, Raiders quarterback coach when um, Derek Carr had that um, really good season a couple of years ago. Defensive coordinator Lou. Amaruto, second year, uh, was a defensive backs coach in New York. Uh, defensive ta- uh, special teams coordinator, Darian Simmons, 17th season, seven years as the uh, special teams coordinator, was also, was also the assistant head coach. So he kind of brings that veteran uh, leadership to a very young uh, head coach, Zach Taylor. Um, some offensive stats just to kind of go by. Um, they averaged about 17.4 points a game which was 30th best. Uh, they averaged 200, uh, 323 yards of total offense, 26th best. Um, 228 yards passing, which is 19th best. And 94 yards averaging on the ground, which is 25th best. Uh, which, if you look at it, it, those are not great numbers by any means, but not bad for a team that ended up 2-14, and 14, okay? So uh, Andy Dalton, I have here as a quarterback from last year, 3,400 yards passing, 16 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, uh, six most in the NFL last year, and he did it all in 13 games. Uh, Joe Mixon uh, had over 1,100 yards rushing, five touchdowns, also caught 35 balls, 287 yards, three touchdowns uh, through the air. Tyler Ward last year was their leading receiver, uh, finished with a thousand yards last year, five touchdowns, um, and then after that is just a bunch of uh, uh, Ottoman Tate, you know, over 500 yards, Alex Erickson over 500 yards, and then John Ross the third also um, in in eight games put up 500 yards as well. Uh, defensively, um, you know, the, gave up 26.3 points a game, 25th uh, best. They uh, allowed 393 yards, 29th best. Passing yards, 440 uh, yards through the air, 21st best. And they were dead last in rushing yards per game at 148.9 yards a game. And just to kind of sum up that defense really is the image I have is just Lamar Jackson kind of running through that the middle of that defense and then he just spins out of a wimpy tackle and it just takes it for like another 40 yards for a touchdown. That's how the hell you got to sum up that Bengals defense last year. 
Um, a lot of a lot of uh, moving parts here. So as far as you know, additions. I think the biggest one is um, AJ Green signed his franchise tag. Um, he was coming off a uh, injury last year where he didn't end up playing at all last year. If you had him in fantasy, you absolutely hated him just because you probably drafted him, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth round and held on to him all year. And then for him to say, hey, I'm not even going to play this year. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I am one of those people and I, I am still a little hurt. But I love AJ Green. I think he's a phenomenal player. Uh, I also wrote down Jonah Williams just because uh, he was injured. Um, he got injured in the preseason last year, so they get him back. Uh, they re-signed offensive guard Xavier Sulafilo. They added a lot of players on defense, uh, you know, DJ Reader, Trey Waynes, uh, and another Vikings quarterback, uh, Mackenzie Alexander. And then they added safety Bond Bell uh, on that defense. So, um, the Bengals went out and said, hey, you know what? We need to revamp our defense. Like, you know, that defense right now, it, what you're going to need to do is have like a, a, a name tag for everybody because there's so many new guys in the building. Some key losses, obviously, uh, Andy Dalton left for greener pastures out in Dallas. Tyler Eifert was let go. Uh, Andrew Billings, Drake Kerr, Fitzpatrick, and uh, Denard Dequez, uh, also another former first-round corner uh, for them and going into the draft obviously for Zach Taylor I think it was actually really a blessing in disguise for him to have the first pick overall you know because it's still relatively um, you know it's his second season so for him to have the first pick in the draft is you know it's obviously a good thing it's something that sometimes players teams want and um what they did in the first round was they obviously selected Joe Burrow, quarterback out of LSU. Um, he had that amazing record-breaking year last year at LSU. Um, he looks to bring that excitement to Cincinnati. And I love that he's just kind of like a hometown kid. So that just makes it a little bit more special. In the second round, they selected T. Higgins, wide receiver out of Clemson. I love the pick. You know, it's just – a great opportunity for Joe Burrow to have somebody, you know, to kind of grow with in that offense. Um, he's kind of drawn the uh, comparison to like an A.J. Green. So that's a uh, big shoes to be compared to. Uh, in the third round, they got Logan Wilson, a linebacker out of Wyoming. Uh, extremely athletic. One of the most um, impressive linebackers coming out of the draft. And in the fourth round, went right back to linebacker with Akeem Davis Gaither at good old Appalachian State. Uh, in the fifth round, Khalid Kareem, defensive end out of Notre Dame. In the sixth round, Hakeem Ajani, offensive tackle out of Kansas. And then in the seventh round, finished it off with another linebacker, Marcus Bailey out of Purdue. Uh, so just kind of looking at this uh, offense, really, um, there's a lot of talent on this offense. I mean, you know, uh, looking at, you know, running back Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, two very capable backs right there. Uh, Joe Mixon, I think this year will have a stellar fantasy football year for sure, as I can see Joe Burrow kind of checking it down to him a lot. They're going to want to run the ball. And, you know, going to that offensive line, um, it was just really bad last year. A lot of injuries, like I mentioned, Jonah Williams, uh, didn't get to play at all last year. Billy Price, another former first-round draft pick, um, was in and out of the lineup. So I see for this, uh, you know, this offensive line 
to kind of be a little bit of an improvement. Um, they've had a lot of guys kind of step up, which is kind of cool. So left tackle, Jonah Williams. It's kind of like going into this year, they had two first-round draft picks. You know, they got Joe Burrow, their quarterback, and then they also got Jonah Williams, a really good tackle out of Alabama. Now he uh, will, you know, begin his career essentially um, this year with him. Um, Michael Jordan, a guard out of Ohio State, you know, will be competing with Billy Price for that starting guard position. Uh, two teammates at Ohio State, you know, one in the first and then the other one in the third. So that's going to be kind of cool to watch. Trey Hopkins, Xavier Ciafilo, and then Bobby Hart on the offensive line. Uh, a pretty solid group all in all. Um, so we'll see how healthy they can stay and um, maybe they can build some continuity there. Um, looking at the wide receiver group, it's a really good, talented group right there. You know, you have AJ Green, uh, a superstar and all-pro wide receiver. Tyler Ward, who's a very, very proven uh, player. They added T. Higgins in the draft, Clemson. So that kind of pushes John Ross III, a former first-round pick, a really, really fast player. Um, I, I remember last year he had those, like, two stellar games. He was kind of like Marquise Brown in the sense that, they had those two really good games, and then he got hurt and then kind of just popped in and out every once in a while. So uh, big year for him. I know he's going into a contract year. They didn't extend his fifth-year option. So um, a really deep wide receiving group. Um, you know, that's the thing about injuries is it allows other players to kind of step up and see what you have and um, adds depth and builds character and stuff like that. So, you know, um, I would have liked – the only problem I had with their draft was I would have liked for them to have gotten a tight end. Um, Cole Komet was a guy I was kind of looking at out of Notre Dame. Uh, but, you know, one thing I was looking at this roster, say they still have their tight end, C.J. Uzma, uh, who's been very consistent, very proven tight end. And then they, last year they actually also drafted a tight end out of Washington. They drew sample. So this could be maybe a deep – Sleeper pick in fantasy, maybe. I don't know. Uh, very athletic tight end. So, you know, they feel like he might be the guy maybe that kind of will step up here in, in his second year in the NFL. Tight ends are just, you know, they're just so hard to, to get developed because tight end is such a crucial position because not only do they have to know, um, you know, how to be you know, a weapon on offense, but they have to be able to block. And, you know, that's just something that we don't see out of tight ends very often now. Uh, looking at this defense, uh, the, the biggest thing about this defense uh, is just that they just added a lot of depth. You know, I'm, I'm looking at their D-line, you know, Geno Atkins, um, without a doubt, the best player on that defense. Um, he's getting up there in age. Um, they did have DJ Reader, who's just a run stuffer. Uh, you know, this is going to be, this is a team that literally went out and said, hey, we need to figure out how to, you know, uh, stop the run against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and then they have Carlos Dunlap and Sam Hubbard to get after the uh, the quarterback. They both had really good years last year. Um, Carlos Dunlap finished with nine sacks. Sam Hubbard out of Ohio State with eight and a half. Um, you know, so a nice little, nice little defensive front there. Uh, and they also have Carl Lawson who can kind of come up in and, uh, you know, get after the quarterback as well. Uh, Jermaine Pratt was a guy, is a guy to kind of watch this year. Um, last year, they cut Preston Brown of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, 
they gave him a big contract and, you know, just did not like the production they were getting out of him. I saw so many articles about him. It was just a really, really bad. Uh, so Jermaine Pratt, you know, stepped up last year. Um, there was also an in-season addition with Josh Baines, um, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens. He came in and kind of helped solidify that defense. And then, you know, they had the sign linebacker, Logan Wilson, um, who's just an absolute uh, stud as well uh, for them. Uh, you know, like I said, they just went in and added a lot of depth at linebacker. Uh, just, you know, these are all linebackers that can kind of cover. Um, you know, Logan Wilson is just as fast to, you know, be able to keep up with Lamar Jackson. So, and like I said, and the, the thing about the guys they drafted at linebacker are guys that they can just cover in space. That was the biggest thing is being able to cover in space. So we'll see how, you know, that group will develop. And then in the corner, in the defensive back, uh, you know, just kind of looking at these guys. So William Jackson III is a, a stud. Jesse Bates III also is a stud. You know, those two guys are so solid. You know, William Jackson obviously has some injury issues, but he's coming back hopefully healthy this year. Uh, you know, and then, you know, they added Von Bell, who I think is an upgrade from Sean Williams. Uh, so it just gives them a little bit more versatility with Sean Williams there. And then, you know, the other quarterback position, Trey Waynes, a guy that, you know, in Minnesota wasn't very motivated, but I think this year he's going to be very motivated. Mackenzie Alexander, he's going to be kind of like that slot corner um, opposite of, you know, you know, William Jackson and Trey Waynes. So, once again, they've just added a lot of guys on defense, you know, just to kind of fill up some depth. They didn't have that last year. They were exposed on defense. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was just a lot of injuries for them last year. So, you know, one thing I always think about is, um, like I said, uh, this is a really talented group. You know, they just dealt with a lot of injuries on offense and defense, you know. And it's a blessing for Zach Taylor to have that first pick. You know, they truly believe in Joe Burrow. Um, I still think Tua, if he didn't get – the question for me is if Tua wouldn't have gotten hurt, would Joe still be in Cincy? You know what I'm saying? Um, Heisman, Natty, so uh, it's hard to pass on that. You know, the one guy I think about too is maybe a Chase Young. Just something to think about. You know, I know they want to go quarterback because uh, – Andy, you know, had some really bad seasons and just couldn't get them over the hump, which I totally get. But, you know, we'll see how that kind of plays itself out. And all in all, you know, for this defense, it's just really about uh, revamping. It's, you know, probably going to take some time for them to build that continuity. Uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's hard to get guys that were in a system or like a different team and then try to get them to kind of play into one system. Uh, they just spent a lot of money on defense, so I like what they're doing. You know, they're making the defense a priority for them this year. And as far as their input going into 2020, I still think that they're probably – a year or two away from really being competitive to winning uh, 
a um, division. You know, just because AJ Green is on a franchise tag, T. Higgins is probably going to be the guy who replaces him. Essentially, after this year, I have a hard time seeing them keeping AJ Green. You know, unless he has a stellar year, but even at that, you know, uh, just they're just they just need more star power. You know, I look at this team, and the only stars I see are like AJ Green and Geno Atkins, who are you know. Two of the best at their position, but they are older in age. You know, these are two guys that came in in uh, almost uh, the same years uh, in the draft, you know, and right now they're kind of maybe on a decline. So this team is really young. So um, it's still going to be kind of fun to watch, you know, just because of all, all of, you know, all the talent at quarterback here in this division. You know, you look at uh, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, all Heisman quarterbacks, they were all in the first round. You know, Baker and Joe, first overall picks. Lamar, you know, last pick in the first round, MVP. So this is going to be a really fun division to watch um, over the next couple of years. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm telling you right now, will be better than 2-14 and 14 last year. So kind of look out for them, you know, maybe to kind of surprise some teams, you know, if if you're not ready to play, I think the Bengals will be ready to play. And that's all I have for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, guys, once again, thank you so much for checking out the podcast, listening with me. Um, I got a couple more episodes I'm going to put out here today. And people are just like, dude, Carlos, like you're putting out four you know, episodes. Yeah, they're kind of short, which I really like. You know, you can kind of listen to it whenever you have some free time. And, um, you know, why not put all the, 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 the content together, you know, and, Put it all out at once. People love the content. But, uh, yeah, guys, thank you all so much for listening. Always remember, go for two, baby.